Welcome to another AXPX Diary, everybody. It's been a while. I've been itching to do this for quite some time and haven't been able to find actual time to do it. Um, today, I'm drinking a uh, over a over a large cube of ice, uh, Four Roses Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. From uh, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. So, it's pretty good. It's alright. It's, it's one you don't want to really mix, I guess. That's good flavor. There we go. Pardon me as I pour. There we go. Now I can talk. Those of you who don't like drinking sounds, I apologize. I'll try to be, uh, I'll try to sip quietly. But yeah, as I said, it's been quite a long time. I feel like it's been forever. I can't remember when I recorded last, but uh, it's been a busy, busy summer. My uh, my kids are finally back in school, so we're getting uh, a little more normal as far as our schedules go. My wife finally has her home office to herself. <laughs> I do not envy her um, being alone, being being home with the kids and trying to get work done has to be ridiculous. So cheers to Jennifer. Much respect. I, uh, I really don't know how she does it and stays relatively sane. I mean, we're all a little insane. We have three kids. So, you know, we juggle sanity uh, a little bit in this household, I think. But I think most parents do. So we're back to that, getting uh, getting a schedule, and I'm finally able to start focusing on uh, scheduling interviews over my lunch break and things like that. So I'm excited to kind of get back into some sort of routine. This year has flown by. And I, like, I can't believe we're wrapping up August already. Um, I mean, I mean, this year has just whirled by. I have, I feel like I've been off this year. I mean, I feel good about starting at the podcast and things like that. There's some things I started, started some routines that I'm really happy with this year so far. Um, the, the thing that like, it's always like the monkey on my back has been this election, like the election of, in November New president in January, and it's just been a clusterfuck uh, news cycle. Like every 15 minutes, I swear, it's Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. Trump did this. Trump said that. Trump did, you know. It's like, okay, we already knew he was an asshole. Like, we knew that last year. And we knew he was our president now. So, of course, he's a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> We're gonna have, he's that's like by default Trump will be an asshole pretty much every day of his uh term. Is it term? Yeah. Hopefully not a second term. So like that news cycle I feel like has been 
wearing on me month after month after month, week after week, day after day, hour by hour. And I, you know what, like this year, I feel like I've consumed more alcohol uh, on a weekly basis than I think I did all of last year. Because last year was all about getting in shape, lost a bunch of weight. I, I normally I stopped drinking during the week, but uh, after my work day and this just constant negative news cycle, like once the kids go to bed, it's like, dear God, who needs a drink? <laughs> so I don't know if that's uh, self-inflicted with me paying attention to the news. I always like to be aware. Uh, it's this vicious cycle of me wanting to be aware of what's going on. Me, uh, you know, I I acknowledge that there is spin on every news channel or newspaper or news site, and uh, but god damn, this has been one negative year <laughs> as far as politics goes. So, well, you'll hear my and we also got a puppy, so that puppy has uh, I think added on to the ridiculousness of my day to day. Charlie, what are you doing? Come here, come here. Little wiggle worm. I can't wait till he's like Bailey where he just wants to kind of just uh, chill out on the couch. Because Bailey, that's what Bailey does. Like I come into my office here and Bailey beelines it to the couch and she just sits there. Charlie, he wants me to be in full relax mode. He's three months now and... He'll go crazy as long as I'm kind of doing something. But once I sit down to watch something, he'll sit on my lap and fall asleep. And I don't know what his deal is. I don't know because he was giving Jen a lot of loves and snuggles. And lately it's like he's following me around. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's because he sees her all day now by herself. Like he just has her during the day. And I don't know. I'm the change of pace for the evening. Who knows? All right, Charlie, you can relax. Huh? Go chew a bone. So, where where was, where was I? So, yeah, these past... It's August 23rd. And past week with the news with Trump and his stupid campaign speeches where he's like... It, that, that's real Trump, by the way. Don't be fooled by the teleprompter Trump. The real Trump is the one that, he, that goes to these campaign rallies when it's it's like dude you were just elected <laughs> you've been president since january you don't really need to campaign again but i'm i haven't really paid attention did other presidents do this if they did let me know let me know but uh it's like it's almost like he needs that validation uh on a monthly basis of his ridiculous crazy supporters uh just uh, cheering and hanging on every Idiotic word he says. So, you know, we got protests happening. We got uh, the stupid stuff that he said about uh, uh, Char- Charlestonville. Char- uh, hold on. Right? Charlestonville. Um, you know, all that bullshit. So, I mean, I've, I've known this since 
last year. I mean, before last year, like I've known of his racist tendencies. Like I've known all this and all, all this being a shock is like, it's not, it's not a shock. So maybe if you voted for him thinking, hoping for the best, I mean, it's a shock. And if you actually have some semblance of a, of a conscience, but anyway, I haven't talked too much Trump in these, in these, in the podcast at all, uh, just cause he brings me down. So I'm, I'm going to move pretty quickly away from, uh, president clown that, uh, my aunt or my aunt and uncle, uh, <laughs> they're very liberal. My, uh, aunt Linda and uncle Dave DeRager love them so much, but, uh, they're great. They call him president clown. And, uh, so I've adopted that. So president clown, you know, whatever. Uh, and you know, people on the way far left thinking that, Oh, he's going to get impeached and all that kind of stuff. Folks. I think we're stuck with this guy. Like, I think we're stuck with this guy until he like fatigues out and who knows, but hanging, like hanging on every day, hoping that he gets impeached or whatever. Like it's not a way to live. I was, I was running today and when you're running and you know, any, any distance, you always need to be looking ahead. Like it's the same kind of principle with, you know, the, uh, in the Bible, um, uh, about the lamp, you know, your lamp unto my feet, you know, um, if you do, I think I could be getting this wrong. And those of you who are theologians, you'll correct me. But basically you need to bring the lamp up to see the path ahead of you, right? So that's, if you're looking right up, right at your feet, you're going to just see your feet. Same thing when you run, when you're running distance or running anywhere, you need to, if you're looking at your feet, trying to focus on your form and where your feet are landing, you're, you're not going to be seeing what's ahead of you. And, uh, you know, you may not see, you know, a turn on the road or, or a ditch or, or whatever, or somebody riding their bike. I don't know, some child on a tricycle, you may not see them, but you need to be looking ahead and focusing on things ahead of you as they get closer. And then you focus on something else. So everyone kind of looking at every single day, like, is this asshole going to get out of the office or whatever? Um, you know, hoping on that, hanging on that every single day. That's, that's a, that is a losing battle. Um, so I've, I'm trying, trying, being the key word, to focus on things that matter, focus on ahead, focus on what's going on for my family, my kids this next year. Um, I mean, this year has felt so long. Like, I feel like it should be December. It's like, it's gone fast, but it, but it feels like, I feel like I've aged a couple years, um, even though it's, even though it's uh, gone by fast. I don't know. <laughs> Crazy. But um, but yeah, I'm trying to look look ahead to things that matter. Um, so hey, you know what? If you're if you're struggling like me, if this is uh, I had some some awesome people um, kind of come to my aid the other night. I'm gonna try to pull this up here on Facebook. But uh, man, the other night I was uh, I was struggling with some depression. I don't I don't think. I really struggle like ultimately like from depression. Like I don't think I can go to a therapist and somebody would, um, you know, diagnose me with being, you know, depressed or in depression. But you know, there's times where it's just like, Jesus, like what is going on? Especially the last couple of weeks with like Nazis in the streets and white supremacists and everything. It's just like, what the hell is going on? So I, I posted this on Facebook you know, I'm legit depressed at what our country's become. We have a president that wants to divide. He thrives on it. I feel sick and helpless every day. Like, that's what I was feeling at the moment. And, uh, you know, my, my friend Marie 
um, Marie, and I, I think you listen. You, you're you're a patron. Thank you so much, by the way. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, you uh, thank you for being a patron. Um, she gives above and beyond. Uh, <laughs> so Sarah, thank you. But you, but uh, Sarah wrote, you know, it's tragic. Do your art. Bring that joy. It's needed now more than ever. And that's so, so true. And then uh, she posted a video of like the longest uh, Asian noodle dinner or noodle dinner prep or something like longest quick noodle recipe or something like that. And it's five minutes of this intricate uh, guy opening this Chinese package of like noodles or I don't know. (laughs) He makes the noodles and wontons right there. And it's ridiculous. So that really, uh, really, really made me smile. So then other friends, you saying, you know, saying, you know, check social media less frequency or less, less frequently, you know, stop watching the news, Sean. (laughs) Um, and then a friend, Joanna said, you know, but I'm paying attention, you know, so that that's good. But a lot of good, uh, I follow a lot of good people here on, uh, social media. I'm pretty blessed with that. Um, but another, another friend, uh, Jessica Schoenfeld, excuse me, said, and this really, like this really helped. Um, she said, focus on the good things that are around us. Do good for those you come across and the world will feel less dark. He wants us, he, Trump, wants us feeling that way. Media works. Don't fall for it. There's love all around us. and I believe it is greater than the hate. Hate is just the thing we see on TV to create fear in our hearts. Have faith in love and know that even though we have a bad president, he is not the first. We will get through this. So that that, that meant a lot. Um, it meant a lot. So uh, and then, of course, my wife had to chime in. She said, um, our prayers are being heard. God knows the hearts and cries from his children. That's what I hold on to no matter what. And yes, read less. <laughs> so true so you know my hope is if you're if you're struggling with all that you know there's a little bit of some uh good advice in there so thank you everyone who who submitted some advice that really uh really meant a lot um so that's been going on what else has been going on uh my wife and i are celebrating our you know we've celebrated our 13 year anniversary. And I think we mentioned it on our interview, the, my, my interview with her. And, um, and I hope people dug it, you know, uh, that interview is so much fun to get her involved with this and just to hear her, um, you know, interact with me. It's, it's cool to have that moment recorded because her and I have a lot of conversations and I really value the, the, the conversations we have. Even, even when she feels like I'm not listening, like I'm, I'm, I'm a distracted person. I get it. I get it. I'm working on it, but, um, I really do enjoy hanging out and talking and, and it's amazing how life, when you have three kids, I mean, you're, you're torn between four people wanting attention from you. And like, there's never a good time for us to talk. So having her just sitting and in the room here and just talking about how we met and her life, like that was awesome. And and it's awesome that it's recorded. Like I have that for the rest of my life to look back to and uh, and listen to. And hopefully she, you know, she, she, she'll come on again. I want to do want to talk a lot about her, 
her brother and um, uh, how she approached that grief with her brother passing away at a young age, um, you know, gosh, like 11 years ago now. Um, so that, that'll be good. Like I do want to do a series on grief and she'll be a, a valuable person to talk to because her family's been through so much, but you know, just the, the past like 13 years, like she's knows me the best. Like she's my best friend. Even when we get in like the worst arguments and we've had some rough patches and you know, by God's grace, we've gotten through these rough patches. We're still together. And you know, I love her more and more each day. And, and I'm, we're going to be heading out this weekend to Coronado, just her and me. So I'm um, so excited to just have her, um, to be able to focus on her and then talk to her and just spend time together with no distractions is just going to be fantastic. So, uh, so cheers, everyone. Cheers to 13 years of marriage. Um, pretty awesome. Pretty cool. So, um, Anyway, so just uh, I was just getting one of these done. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear her laughing in the other room. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I almost just want to stop and just listen to see what she's laughing at because her laugh is is just infectious. Um. So as far as the show is going, everybody, I've, I've been trying to get, I've, I've had, trying to get through this, uh, series, ask me about my feminist agenda. I have one more interview to do and I'm sorry about the, the lapse in between time on these. It's just been, it's been a crazy summer. I haven't been able to really focus and get these out uh, every, I've been trying every two weeks for a new podcast. And, uh, so, but I was going to do another podcast in, in, as I was waiting for this final interview to happen. And that thing that I interviewed, uh, I interviewed Kevin Miller. He did a documentary called hell, uh, Hellbound, and he's going to be doing a, uh, a class on mimetic theory and monsters. And it's just a fascinating subject. It was a really great interview, but I was going to post that this week and then his class got postponed until January. So I'm holding off on that interview. So I'm, I'm now my final interview is happening for the, for the feminism series. So I'll be wrapping all that up this weekend before I leave town and, uh, hopefully get that for everyone here. Just uh, going to be talking to BJ Colangelo. She's my co-host over at the Screamcast and she's just a fascinating person. Uh, wonderful to talk to very strong woman. A lot of strong ideas. She's been through a, uh, a, a ton, uh, surviving cancer and, um, and things like that. So it'll be really great to talk to her. So I'm excited to kind of get that interview out for everybody. And um, and so you guys, you guys have a lot to look forward to. And I'm starting to round up interviews for uh, the shows here throughout the fall. And then in December, I'll probably take... A break between the middle of December through the middle of January to kind of regroup and then start season five. Just want to keep these seasons going. Um, so finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about before I wrap up here, take a sip of my whiskey. Pardon the slurps, everybody. Mm, that's some good stuff. Um. So speaking of the Screamcast, we have a, a mutual friend. His name uh, is Dustin Pace. 
And I had, I was going to hire, we'd hired him to do some things for the Screamcast for our, we had, we do a combo, a com, we combine together with another podcast and we call it uh, Splat House. Or no, sorry, we call it Splatcast. He did some work, uh, some artwork for us there. He was going to design my new logo for the Armchair Philosopher podcast. Um, but his idea is like, it didn't, his idea didn't really fit with what I was going for. Real great design, but it just didn't fit exactly with what I was going for. He graciously said, like, you know, like the idea that I had didn't mesh with his design style, so he graciously stepped down. And, you know, he's just a really great guy. Well, uh, a couple weeks back, he was walking to his car after work, and he suffered a stroke. And he's 36 years old. And so I got a call uh, from my friend Mike from the Splat House podcast and said that Dustin was in a bad spot. Um, he has suffered a stroke and things weren't looking good. And you get that kind of phone call. And this is someone I, I know just from social media. I mean, him and my, him and I just mess around on social media, you know, make, make each other laugh back and forth. Talk about movies, horror movies and things like that. Cause that's what we're into. And, um, and the earlier that day we were just kind of bullshitting around, you know, and, um, to hear that he was touch and go in hospital was just, uh, was just a blow. And it got me back in the headspace of when my brother-in-law died because my, cause they said that he was brain dead. And I'm like, hey, five hours earlier, him and I were just bullshitting around about art. Like how could he be brain dead now? So I got to think about his, you know, his wife. And so the next day we got word that he, he passed away and, um, at 36 years old, as far as I knew, it looked like he was, you know, he was in, in shape and, you know, married, you know, for, for a few years to his wife, Tiffany. And to have like within like less than 24 hours, like seriously, five hours, within five hours, you know, the, the whole lives are changed. He is, you know, all of a sudden his wife is thinking about thinking that she may, you know, need to need to bury him, you know, <laughs> and sign death certificates the next day. I mean, that's ridiculous to think about. So just, you go through a lot of things when you start, when someone that you know dies, especially like this suddenly, like, uh, it's just, you know, anger, uh, regret that him and I never crossed paths in real life. Um, just mourning for his family. And, um, uh, so it, it it's a lot, a lot to think about, you know. And I just got to think, thinking about just the fr- the fragility of of life, and you know this this year, you know, so far that I've just been so worried about the country and this president and just all this stuff that I can't control. And I got to think like there's all this like major stuff that I can't control. But it's like you know what I can't even control like when I'm gonna die. You know, like I can try to work out, eat healthy, um, you know, be careful, be a safe driver, buckle up, don't use the phone when I drive, don't text and drive, don't, you know, don't, you, you, you try so hard to basically make it through this life, uh, till you die of old age. And, you know, but the, you know, the one thing that we can't control is when our, uh, when our time's up, you know. 
So that was part of the, I guess, catalyst these last few weeks for me, just trying to focus on the things that matter, like my family. You know, my kids are growing up so fast. My daughter's 12. Like she's 12 going on 16. And it's just, uh, you know, I need to, I need to be present, you know, for her, for my, for my son, who's like me when I was that age, just constantly distracted, just video games and cartoons and hanging out with his friends are all he wants to do. (laughs) School, fuck school. Forget that. Why? You know, it's, it's he, I need to be there for him. I need to steer him in the right direction. You know, my youngest is five. He is going through, he's starting kindergarten. He's going through so many emotions right now that, you know, can I control who's the, who's the president? No, not really, really. No, not at all. You know, what can I control? You know, I can control my family. I control, you know, the environment and the culture of my house. And uh, I control, I can control, you know, how I am to my wife. Am I, am, am I loving my wife the way that I should be, uh, you know, I should be, you know, uh, am I paying as much attention to her and to my children and everything as I should. So yeah, it's been a roller coaster of a, of a month, everybody, a lot of shit to sort out, but you know, the one thing that it hasn't, I haven't spiraled away from is kind of my, this newfound quote unquote faith in whoever God is. And I'm the church we're going to now It does. I don't, uh, I don't leave church angry anymore. You know, I, I, the people, I really value the the relationships I'm building up there. I mean, we went out to a winery the other night and we were all, we were having, you know, having drinks with people from church. Like that's, that's community. Not saying that you have to drink to hang out, but I'm just saying, you know, hanging out in a non, uh, condemning atmosphere, you know, with people like real life people, you know, everyone, I used to, back when I was going through my shit, I used to really put people at arm's length, and especially Christians, and really uh, judge them in a way, like prejudge, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're a Christian, oh, fuck you, I mean, I, I'm not going to talk to you, <laughs> you're just going to spout some bullshit that I don't believe in or that I don't want to think about, um, and that's the headspace I was in, I mean, I, I could not go to church without, you know, ripping things apart in my head. And, uh, so to be at a point now where I'm actually going to church, and and I think a lot of it is the church. I think that church culture has changed. There's a lot of really good people running that church. They do a lot to the community. They give, they, I mean, every Sunday they have, they're giving, uh, bags of groceries to families that need it. They gave out like 2,500 backpacks to the community. I mean, that's huge. Like the, so they're doing some good. Um, and I don't know, where am I going with all this? Uh, I mean, the things around, like focusing on things around me that matter, building up a community, even if I don't agree with what people, you know, what other people believe, like I'm, I, I can actually, I'm around people that actually I can have, I can break bread with and I can uh, talk to about real life stuff, you know, about doubts, you know, about frustrations. And uh, I mean, I was able to, bitch and moan to the, to the, uh, the worship leader. <laughs> I've interviewed, interviewed him on the show, Aaron Crane, a uh, really good guy. I was able to, you know, just be real, you know, and not, not everyone, everyone was drinking at this event at the winery, but I mean, 
you know, the fact that you can hang out and break bread, have a drink if you want, and just really converse and talk about real stuff and real life with people without feeling that condemnation is huge. So if you can find that, go for it. Wherever you're at, whatever community you have, you know, look for things that will build you up, people that will build you up. And that's been the biggest change in my life is seeking out people that will build me up. I mean, just just the fact that I was in a dark place the other night on, you know, on Facebook. You know, I know that I have the right friends. And not all those people were Christian. You know, some were even atheists. Some I don't even know. I don't even know what their religious background is. But they all spoke some truth and some encouragement into my life. And that's huge. That speaks more than just some church community. You know, having having friends of like-minded beliefs, like that's great. But having people that, that have your back no matter what, that will feed you some encouragement when you need it, like that's what life's all about. So I would say search that out, whatever community you're in. You know, doesn't, doesn't have to be Christian. Doesn't have to be any faith. But, but it's important, you know. What's my puppy doing? This dog. Yeah, okay, Charlie, I'm coming. I'm coming. What was that? <laughs> it's my life. Constant interruptions. But I don't know. I don't know if I say the same thing every week. But um, but that's the one, you know, with all the bullshit this year, all the just stuff that really can get me down, uh, it hasn't. And I really think it's because I've, over the past five years, really found people that I can lean on and talk to regardless of their faith background and just be real with. So cheers. I'm going to finish this whiskey and uh, hang out with my wife and, you know, seek people that will build you up and not tear you down and not bring you down a dark path. And, uh, you know, every, every group has the group that's encouraging, that's good. Every group has the, the, the people that are kind of stuck where they're at and they want to bring you down with them. Don't hang out with those people. Find people who are optimistic about the future that that want to lift you up. All right? All right. Well, I'll talk to all of you on the next uh, Armchair Philosopher podcast. And I'm going to start doing this more. I have my moleskin journal. I'm going to start journaling. I promise. I promise. Um, thank you to those of you who are patrons. Any you can anything you can give is great. Um, it just really helps me. It helps it helps. It does help with a lot of things, um, but it really helps validate that there are some people who appreciate what I'm doing enough to kind of throw in a buck a week and uh, and hear me ramble uh, in this format here. So thank you guys for listening. Um, drop me a line. You know, feel free to drop me a line. It's Sean S E A N at theaxpx.com. You can also go to theaxpx.com contact form right there. Drop me a line there. If you ever have anything you want to talk about, uh, anything, you know, anything at all, drop me a line. I would love to hear from you. Uh, I would love to help encourage you if, if I can. So, uh, and if I can't, you know what? God damn it. I'll find someone who can. Um, cause, uh, you know, we're only on this earth once and it's a, uh, it's a frustrating life. Sometimes you just need someone to listen and, you know, I'm, I'm here for you guys if, uh, if you need a listening ear or a listening 
eyes. Someone to read what you're writing. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll talk to <laughs> talk to all you guys next week. Bye.